Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. So, what do you get when you take a smart ass sex and dating expert who's a little too smart for his own good? And you take a smoking hot vixen with just the right amount of naughty and nice. And together they point out all the very stupid things men and women do in the world of sex and dating. You get a juicy little podcast that is smart, sexy, and will knock you on your ass. It's unfiltered, uncensored, and unapologetic. This is Believe in the Sex Playbook, and it starts right now. Hey everyone, welcome to Believe in the Sex Playbook. I'm your host, John Ibrahim, coming to you from the Windy City here on the Believe Podcast Network, the number one podcast network for professionals. Do you believe? Alongside with me is my co-host and the girl who makes Harley Quinn look like a Girl Scout, (laughs) Shay Kilmer. That's me. Hello, my erotics, romantics, and curious people. If you love the show like I know you do, then please remember to subscribe to Believe in the Sex Playbook and rate us with a five-star rating. You can find Believe in the Sex Playbook on your favorite podcast directories, including iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and others we'll mention at the end of the show. And of course, you can always find us at Believe.com and at Believe Podcasts on Twitter. That's B-L-E-A-V. Yeah. All right. We are going to talk about a topic that I would think anybody out there, unless you're a monk living in a monastery somewhere, (laughs) can relate to. And that's alcohol, the booze, specifically as it relates to sex, dating, and interacting with the opposite sex. Yes, my tequila lovers, where you at? (laughs) Tequila is my jam, too. All right. Well, I guess we'll allow you. Anyways, so I'm pretty sure this was a request that we had given to us. You are correct. This actually came from a listener. His name is Will. And Will is actually in the UK. Hey, Will. They love us in the UK. Oh, do they? Yeah, we're very popular across the pond. I love accents. (laughs) Yeah. So that is to say that at least Will loves us. And I think Will particularly loves you. (laughs) I mean, I don't blame him. So give him a nice, sexy hello. (laughs) Hello, Will. (laughs) Yeah, Will contacted me on Twitter just to say how much he liked the show, but he thought it would be a particularly cool topic to talk about how alcohol sometimes does not mix when it comes to dating. (laughs) Everybody can think back to a horror story they probably had when it comes to sex and dating, specifically when alcohol was involved. I have a horror story. You ready for this, John? Yeah, no, let's hear it. I love horror stories. Okay, so me and this guy had been um, talking for, I don't know, like a week or so, and then we go out on a first date. The first date was super sweet, super cute. We got ice cream and we went down Aww. to the river, stuff like that, whatever. And then um, the second date, it was actually like a group setting. Yeah. He got fucking plastered. Ugh. And like, I'm not really one that's comfortable. Like when you're acting a fool in front of everyone else, like I don't know how to handle that, especially because yeah. it was our second date. Yeah. So I'm not like, oh, he always gets or this is just like he had a hard day or something. Right. Like, no, no. I have no fucking clue. I've known this guy for like a week and a half. Hey. So and he gets so drunk. He starts trying to fight the um, one of my friends. Oh, and what? I know it like a dude friend person. And like on the front lawn 
And like, we were just having like a chill day. Like, what the fuck are you trying to do, dude? Were they like, was he a Jekyll and Hyde? Were were these beer muscles or was he kind of an aggressive, intense guy even when he wasn't drinking? He's maybe like a little intense because like after, I think like that night when he was getting like a little tipsy, he started saying the L word. Which that freaks girls out. Don't fucking tell them you love them on the second date. That's creepy. Right? Um, Come on. And that was like, that was pre-orgasm? Yes. I didn't even touch him. So obviously the most we ever did was like a kiss. And that was a goodbye kiss. And he had tried to already ask me out after the first date to be his girlfriend. And I was like, no, not yet. So he's a very intense person, I'm guessing in general. But not Mm -hmm. like angry intense. Yeah. And then... To top it all off. So I go home. It's like one o'clock in the morning. I go home. I'm like, I am not dealing with his drunk ass. He is not my fucking responsibility. He's a grown adult. And my friend were like, they can, he can just stay on the couch, whatever. Yeah. I find out when I hang out with my friend next that he fucking kicked their dog. What? And so I try That to, crosses the line. I know. And like, guys, if you don't know this about me, I am an avid dog lover. Like I have two rescues myself. Like I'm... Like, me and my daughter do random acts of kindness and bring, like, a whole bunch of, like, dog toys and dog food to the animal shelters. Like, don't fucking mess with a dog. I will murder you. Right. (laughs) So, like, I find this out. So, I try to confront him. He's like, I don't even remember that and blah, blah, blah. I was like, listen, this isn't going to work out. I don't care how drunk I ever get. I would never try to kick a dog. Right. Ever. Right. And, like... He tried to, like, just play it off, like, oh, I've never done that either, and he tried to get, like, really sad and stuff. I was like, I don't give a shit. Goodbye. No, oh, jeez. So, please. Well, as it sounds like he did you a favor by getting that plastered, did. because then he showed his true colors early. And honestly, like, if you think about it, guys, especially when you're just starting out dating, like, I know all of you. You put on, like, a front to try to be as perfect as possible, because yeah, you want this person to the like representative. you. Right. So you want this person to like you. And if in the first like few dates, this person gets completely shit faced. And obviously, if it's not like one of the times where you meet them and like you're at a bar or something, let's say you it was like you've been talking for a little bit and then going out. Because right. if if you meet someone at a bar and they're already half gone, it's not their fault. Like right. they've already been out. They've been drinking. Right. But if this person has asked you out a couple times or even on the first date and they're like consuming a shit ton of alcohol and they feel like it's a need then that's a problem they most likely have a a drinking problem or even possibly alcoholic so i would say be very very careful and observant if that's the case yeah somebody getting hammered that early in a relationship is a red flag for sure 100 percent so I like drinking as much as the next guy, you know, especially on dates because it, it does loosen you up and it adds to, you know, the kind of rapport that you're building with each other. But obviously it can cause some trouble. And, you know, I've noticed that people, because I'm a big people watcher, wherever I, whenever I go out, I just study people, you know, because that's, that's how you become an expert in this stuff is by watching people out in the wild. And I've noticed that People are drinking like even heavier now. And I mean now, I mean like within the last 10 years or so when they're going out. And a big reason for that is because of like Uber and Lyft. Now you can go out and get completely shit-faced where in the city, that was always fine because you can get a cab. But in the suburbs, there's no cabs. So you had to have a designated driver. Now you don't need that anymore. You got Uber that can take you home in the burbs. And so people are getting shit-faced when they're going out even more. And honestly, I would suggest 
against having really any drinks the very first date. Because like... That's not very realistic though. I know it's not realistic, but I would honestly... Like having one drink... Okay, that's not going to do shit. But like you want to be completely clear-headed on your first date. Because honestly, alcohol can give you like a false chemistry i feel like because you're like oh my gosh he's so cute oh my god he's so (laughs) sexy like as you're getting more and more drunk so like you don't want to have that and then just give your hoo-ha away nilly willy nilly for a guy that you don't even know yet because you think he's so awesome and great but then come to find out he kicks dogs yeah or he's that guy on many youtube videos that drunk, stupid ass doing the running man on a table in the bar. You know, oh, that God. is that is proof that alcohol makes you a little bit stupid when you're out. But you said that you shouldn't have drinks, you know, when you're going out on date. That At I least think- on the f- very, very first date. Because oh. you want to be level-headed so you can, like, listen attentively and you can learn what they're saying. And right. You can, like, remember what they talked about. Right. I think it's, I mean... Alcohol plays a big role in dating. It's just kind of the way it is. When you're inviting somebody out, what do you say? Hey, you want to go out for a drink? You know, why is it a drink? Why I not? I hate that. By why the not way. like orange juice? Hey, you want to go out for some orange juice? I used. Hey, to, why not a slice of watermelon? Everybody loves watermelon. I used to turn guys down that were like, "Oh, you want to get a drink?" I'd be like, "No, but we can get like coffee or something." Because honestly, if I went out every time a guy had asked me to get a drink, I would have been a fucking alcoholic. Yeah. Because like it was constant. Like, hey, Getting a lot of invites, are you? And not anymore, but I used to like and it was just like it was overwhelming, honestly, because like I would be drinking almost every night back then if that was the case. Yeah. No. And that that makes sense. Is that if you want to have a social life, but yet you don't want to drink every single time that you're out either, you know, it could be a problem. And the the worst thing is, is that guys use that instead of actually thinking up a cute like date idea. Like, oh, you want to get a drink? You want to hang out? First off, don't ask a girl to hang out if you're interested in her. Ask a girl on a date if you wanted to see her on yeah. a date. Like, stop fucking saying hang out. Secondly, come up with something better than a fucking drink. Like that, every single guy is asking her for if she wants to get a drink. Be different for the love of Pete's sakes. Like, like watermelon. Or coffee even is not even that bad. Like I would pick coffee over, hey, you want a drink? Any day. I think the reason why going for a drink has always been associated as like a standard date is because alcohol, when taken in moderation, loosens you up a little bit. I know. But like, yeah, it loosens you up. I get it. Because you could have like the jitters and stuff like that. But I feel like if people do it because they're trying to loosen up, a lot of times they take it too far and they like get willy nilly about it and go off the edge. Absolutely. That's the problem is it ends up clouding your judgment. And I think that's where we're going to get into the stuff that Will was referring to. Will was referring to all the bad stuff that alcohol does when it comes to dating and sex. So, like I said, it clouds your judgment. Anybody who's woken up with like a wildebeest laying next to you in the bed, you know exactly what I'm talking about. It's those beer goggles. Yeah. And so let's try to avoid that. So I know it's going to be really hard not to have a drink on the first date. If you can, just limit yourself to one drink. I'll allow you that. But like try not to because like John said, it's going to cloud your judgment if you have more than like one or two. So 
try to not drink on the first date so you can a even assess if you really like this person or if they're a complete dipshit that doesn't know words over two consonants <laughs> or you may have just gone home with that fatty <laughs> not because it clouded your judgment but because when you're drunk you just don't give a fuck you know a lot of times it drops your inhibitions and you're like hey i don't mind you know you care more about the sex than who you're having sex with and then in the morning, you start giving a fuck again that, oh, my God, I just fucked the fatty. Yeah. And guys, the thing is, if you actually do enjoy this person and their company and you want to see them pass like the first date, you have plenty of time to enjoy like the buzz together at a later date. You don't have to do it the first or the second date, you know? Like, yeah. Do it when you feel safe with this person, when you feel comfortable, when you've been to their home already and know they won't kill you. <laughs> Another thing, you're really sloppy when you're drunk. You can't tell when you're slurring the, your words, but other people can, trust me, especially if the other people are sober. When you're first dating, you want to put your best foot forward. So obviously you don't want to look like a drunk mess because people are going to judge you. Yeah, and it doesn't even have to be on a date. It could be you're just out with the guys and you, you see a group of girls and you're like, hey, let's go and talk to them. You know, you don't plan on being obnoxious, but if you're shit-faced and you're slurring your words and all that kind of stuff, you know, the, the words coming out of your mouth are going to sound a lot different in her ears than they are in your head. Yup. And... You know, I talk loud enough as it is, if you if you haven't noticed that. Yeah, he likes to talk over me if you guys haven't noticed. Well, when you get when you get shit faced, you talk even louder. People get even louder and yeah. you, you don't notice it. And then other people, they like get in your face when they're drunk, you know, and like and there was a guy, a, a friend of mine that he whenever he would get shit faced, he would get he would turn into a close talker and then he kind of like those are the worst anyways also when he talked oh, God. because of like the word the slurring of the words would cause him to like spit and it's like hey man i love you but say it don't spray it jesus and then i guess the biggest thing i would have to say off of that is um for safety reasons uh never let their overcompensation like of alcohol compromise your safety so don't like let them talk you into going home with them when like they've obviously drank too much like always remember safety first you don't owe them anything so just be like no i gotta go home bye yeah and it's not about their alcohol content that can make things unsafe it's your alcohol consumption can make things unsafe because again you drop your inhibitions and the things that you normally may not go out on a limb on when you're sober, you may end up doing that when you're drunk. And, you know, many college campuses have these stories of poor girls that were taken advantage of when they were drunk or any bar, you know, where a girl was roofied or something like that. And it's because their defense mechanism wasn't as honed as it should be because they drank a little bit too much. So... Yeah, and, like, I get having a drink to, like, loosen up or break down your walls and release the tension, but, like, alcohol consumption is highly associated with, like, the timing of sex for the first time. Yeah, of course. I mean, a lot of times a girl who, or a guy, I guess, I guess there's some of these guys out there that exist that don't have sex on the first date, they may drop that standard when they end up getting drunk. Yeah, so just keep those in mind. 
ladies and gents, that we highly suggest against it getting a drunk. And I suggest even drinking on the first date. Yeah, I guess that makes sense. It's just everything in moderation. I mean, to, for me personally, I can't stand like the sloppy, like white girl wasted. You know what I mean? <laughs> Those girls who are like, yes, exactly. And they think they're <laughs> dancing good and they're so not. And their hair is starting to get really messed up. And <laughs> because they stopped giving a fuck about six drinks ago. And so they're also doing the loud talking and the hanging on you and all of that. And it's just, it's gross. I, I've had many of those girls where I'm like, this is an easy target. I could easily go home with this girl if I wanted to. And it was just a turnoff to see how like sloppy they were. Because guys like the chase guys, unless he's fucking desperate. Remember that. Well, it depends on how many drinks he's had as well, you know? Yeah, that's true. You know, when you're when you're drunk like that, that sloppy drunk, you're off your game. You know, you may think like the alcohol is giving is giving you some game, and that may be true. Like maybe one Yeah, maybe one or two drinks is making you on your game, but any more than that, then you're gonna go way to the other end of the spectrum and you're gonna be off. To be to be good at the dating game, you, you have to work at it. There there is skill to it. You have to be on it the whole time. It's like playing poker. That's kind of how I see the dating game. And you know, it's like being at work. I couldn't do my job effectively if I was drunk. So why would I be any better at the dating work, quote unquote, dating work if I'm sloppy drunk? Yeah, I would highly suggest against, obviously, getting drunk on the first few dates. Yeah. Or, or, you know, even if it again, if it's not a date, if you're just out to try to meet people, give up on your prospect of meeting people. If you're shit faced, be like, oh, oh crap i got shit face i didn't plan on it that's it abort abort do not try to pick anybody up oh, if that ended up happening you will most likely a be the talk of the girls and them all laughing at you exactly or b end up on some video on youtube or something right and remember that's out there for good it's the, the internet is written in stone yep <laughs> <laughs> even with all the horror stories alcohol still plays a big role in dating so it's kind of like fire Fire can help you or it can hurt you. You know, you have to use it responsibly. <laughs> Back to the caveman era. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm also a firefighter, so I understand fire pretty well. Same with water. You can either drown in it or it could help you survive. Right. You hit the nail on the head, sister. And you also said before, that's why they call it liquid courage. It's because it loosens you up. You know, some guys need it because there are some guys out there that are scared of women. They're intimidated by women. They're afraid of women. (laughs) Well, yeah, I mean, you're an attractive broad. So you, you know, there's guys that are afraid of you. There are guys who be like, I'd like to go out with that girl. I'd like to sleep with that girl, whatever. But they're scared because they have this belief in their mind that hot chicks are mean, they're hard to get, and and so... Which, ladies, you should be hard to get, but you don't have to be mean. Like, I understand sometimes I can be a raging bitch, <laughs> but normally I'm overall a nice person, I feel like. As long as you feel that way, that's <laughs> the important thing. <laughs> but so, guys, they use the, the, the alcohol to try to to try to relax a little bit, you know, to unwind, to take the edge off, to give them that little bit of courage to... to go and do their thing. You know, I'm not intimidated by women at all. I'm very comfortable with, you know, approaching, talking to strangers, that whole thing. I'm totally fine with that. But to this day, I take a shot of tequila if a if like a girl is coming over to hang out with me. 
especially if it's like early in the dating relationship, not because I'm scared of her, not because of anything, but I find that that's part of my routine is that <laughs> I take a shot of tequila. It's here at the house and it's you so know, before funny. she comes over and I do a lot of public speaking, whether it's in work or, you know, I've done a lot of coaching and lecturing in the sex and dating world. Please and tell me you take a shot of tequila. I do. I swear <laughs> to God, before I do any public speaking, unless it's a completely inappropriate venue, you like if I'm at work and doing that I mean obviously I can't take a shot at while I'm at work but if I'm doing a public speaking event I always take a shot before I go out there not because I'm scared I'm very comfortable in front of crowds just because I feel it kind of it does loosen you up a little bit I feel like that might be a placebo effect there (laughs) maybe it (laughs) could be totally psychological does not do shit for me no it doesn't and it's not going to get you drunk either but you and that's good you know if you're public speaking you shouldn't be up there (laughs) shit faced nope but it does you're right it could be mental but hey if a guy's in a bar and he sees hot girl Shay across the bar and he's like I want to go talk to her but I'm I'm scared of her then if you think that shot is going to help you go walk up to her then so be it and then because shay's mean she'll probably (laughs) break your jaw (laughs) no i'm not gonna break someone's jaw stop it no she that's only if you hurt a dog yeah if only if you kick a dog right so but the balance you need to have is how loose is too loose yeah you want to be loose if that's what helps your game but you don't want to be too loose. You can fuck up your chances by going too far, having too many shots or too many drinks. You will always fuck up your chances by having too much. Right. I can guarantee that. Right, because Shay is not a wallflower. Shay, she goes out, maybe not as much as she used to, obviously, but she went out and she did the social scene and all that stuff. So she has seen many a guy, know. you know, try to use the drunken approach. Am I right? Yeah, it's a train wreck. So please don't. <laughs> Right. <laughs> Alcohol will give you confidence, but it is not going to give you competence. Nope. That's almost like a bumper sticker. Alcohol will give you confidence, but it's not going to give you competence. Remember that. There is a big difference. Yep. Now, some women, and Shay, you can speak to this. Some women say we give them drinks so we can loosen them up enough to take advantage of them. You know, like, are you trying to get me drunk? And that may be true, but if it's true then stop accepting free drinks from every guy who offers them to you. No, it's pick, funny. Pick a position. Either you take the free drinks or you deal with I would the normally, fact that he's trying to get you drunk. I would normally get one or two drinks out of a guy and then I would just leave. <laughs> Be like, oh, thanks for the drinks. Bye. Right. And like hightail it out of there. That's I, a foodie call. Hey, whoop, whoop. But no, like if I'm out at a bar with my friends and a guy approaches us like, hey, can I buy you a drink? And... I would be like, yeah, sure, go ahead. And then as soon as we were done with our drinks, I would normally be like, all right, girl, let's go to a different bar. Or, hey, let's go to a different <laughs> like side of this bar. Like, let's go to the other room or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> because I am not interested. I don't think I've ever actually seriously seen a guy after he bought me a drink. Right. And that's not because no, she's a bitch or anything like that. I just think that's that's bad game. One of my like 10 dating commandments is never buy random girls drinks. Not because it has anything to do with you being cheap or anything like that. It is because it doesn't work. Ever. Thank you. It doesn't work. It may get you a little bit of conversation because she's, she may feel like she owes you a little bit of time now because you bought her a drink. But in the end, she doesn't owe you jack shit. We don't owe you shit. Right. So just because you buy us a drink, just because you buy us dinner doesn't mean we owe you anything. If you've been out on five dates, guess what? 
I don't owe you anything. You do not get to see my hoo-ha just because you spent over $500 on me. Sorry. <laughs> right? And if you think that she owes you a little bit of time to talk to you because you gave her a drink, then that's that's sad on your part. You being a, a smooth guy and having something to say and having a little bit of game should accomplish that. You should be able to get her to talk to you based on that, not because you gave her a material thing. Nope, you guys, you can't buy us. I'm sorry. I mean, there's some women you can't buy and those are out there for you. I'm sure there's websites you can find them on. But yeah. most girls out in a bar, you can't just be like, oh, hey, I bought you a drink. You owe me 10 minutes of your time. Like that doesn't fucking work. No, and there's some women who count on that. You know, I have female friends who are like, oh, I never take my purse with me when I go out because all the stupid guys are going to buy me drinks. <laughs> Don't be one of those stupid guys. But in the end, you know, women are right. Go to any club and you'll see all those guys who are looking for the squinty eyed, like slurred speech, white girl wasted chicks. <laughs> those are the messes that you don't want to bring home to your mama. Right. Yeah. They want to bring them home, but it's not the mama. It's the same reason why lions go after the weak zebra in the herd. That's the easy target. That's the, th that's the one they don't have to work very hard to kill. Guys go after the drunk sloppy girls, you know, unlike me. I'm turned off by those sloppy girls. But there are some guys who are like, my mission tonight is to get laid. And that's what's going to define if I have a good time or not, is <laughs> if I get laid or not. And so if that is my mission, I'm going to look for the sloppy drunk girl. Boys versus men. Let me tell you. Like, have you crossed paths with those kind of guys, you know, when you've been out? <laughs> that are trying to feed you oh. drinks like hey let's do shots let's do shots there's always those guys out there but like it's really funny because i'm a people watcher too when you see the guy who's all over the drunk girl and you're like wow that is just fucking sad yeah and, and if that's the case if 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 in your circle of girlfriends i'm talking to you ladies out there in your circle of girlfriends if you have that one girl in your group that always gets white girl wasted like that then um, you don't need a designated driver. You need a designated sober person to babysit her to make sure that she doesn't end up falling prey to those lions that are looking for the weak zebra. Yep. You know, like guys always say, oh, my bro's got my back. Well, you girls got to have each other's backs too, you know? Yep. And guys, speaking, speaking of giving you guys tips, if you're, if you're lucky enough to take someone home, remember, alcohol could affect your performance. So there's a reason why they call that... They call that condition whiskey dick. <laughs> Shay, have you ever had to experience whiskey dick? Not yeah. to yourself because you don't have a dick. Surprise, surprise. I, right. I don't think you have a dick anyway. <laughs> um, I can attest that I do not have a dick. I'm okay. sorry. Check. Shay <laughs> has no dick. I'm writing this down. <laughs> have you been with a guy that's experienced whiskey dick? Um, I actually have not. Oh. Um. I know. I'm. I was trying to think of a time, and there hasn't ever been a time. Like, hmm. I'm trying to think when Rye was drunk the last time, when <laughs> we actually went down to medieval times. Nope. Performance. You got drunk at medieval times. Yes, that is the best time to get drunk. Is wow. at medieval times. What were you drinking? Was it like barrels of ale that says like <laughs> XXX on it? That would be like a pirate ship. That has nothing yeah, to do no, with medieval that times. Has to do with it no it's like dragon's breath and oh, stuff yeah, like yeah, that yeah. Right. like all that jazz mead wine yeah so no and then performance is great so oh i right. can't i 
can't really think of any time that's ever happened to me, even like in past relationships. But yeah, just remember, guys, if you are, if you are the type that are susceptible to whiskey dick, that is worse than not getting laid at all. You're not going to get laid at all if you have whiskey dick, but and you get humiliated. It's right, great. that's why it's worse. Is that <laughs> you are going to be the subject of her bad dating story the next day of the guy who couldn't get it up. It fell in your lap and you couldn't do anything with it. That is that is the worst of the worst. I agree. Suckers. The reason why I haven't experienced it, because I just, I don't normally date people who drink a lot. So that's probably. Oh, well, that's, that's smart. I agree. It's super smart. <laughs> and that's why you're my co-host. hey And aside from the whiskey dick, guys, even if you were able to pull it off, the horror story still continues after you pass out, especially if you're both drunk. You know, drunk people snore really loud. And if you have to sleep next to guys and girls, if you have to sleep next to one of these drunk snorers the rest of the night, you are going to wish you were dead. You talked about your horror story in the beginning of this episode. I had a horror story, too, with a drunk girl. She fucking wet my bed. Oh, God. I've heard horror stories like this before from other people. They've had a drunk person wet their bed. That's so awful. That is the worst of the worst. That's the ultimate turnoff. Well, I think shitting the bed is a little bit worse. Oh, yeah. That's... Uh, like, I've never had that happen. I haven't either. To me or... But I've heard some stories. Oh, my God. Like, have, have, have any of your girlfriends experienced that? Um, I don't think girlfriends. I think a guy friend experienced that once. Oh, my God. That a girl shit the bed? Yeah. I think it was after anal, though, too. Well, like drunk, that, right. But, like, drunk anal. Oh, okay. So, like, they fell asleep, didn't know what happened. Like, yeah, because that is a risk of anal sex, especially if you don't have the experience with it. You know, sorry if we're making you all cringe out there, but, hey, <laughs> sex is dirty business. It's not for the squeamish. You guys lick buttholes. Don't even act like you're cringing right now. Hey, no, <laughs> no argument here. <laughs> but, yeah, sometimes shit happens. <laughs> See, see what I did there? Uh, yeah, you're hysterical. So, I mean, I think what we're all saying here, and I think Will, our buddy Will in the UK, would agree. What's up, Will? He would agree that we're not telling you to get on the wagon and never drink again. Guys, we're not boring no. like that. We're fun people. Right? Like, we like to have our drinks. We're just saying, don't be a dumbass. Like, if you like someone... Don't start like chugging some fucking alcohol straight from the bottle. Right. Like, calm yourself. John says, pace yourself. I say, after the, like on the first date, try not to drink or just have one. Yeah. Obviously, John's a little bit more fun than me. I'm sorry. <laughs> well, no, I mean, if you need alcohol to make yourself fun, then then you're a phony and you're not very fun anyway. So it's just about moderation. You know, Shay and I disagree with that a little bit. She's saying no drinks on the first date. I'm saying moderation, but our message is the same. You don't want to get all shit faced and have any of those issues that we just talked about and that I'm sure will, you know, will probably had an experience which sparked him (laughs) to bring it up. Probably like traumatized by something. Right. There's a reason he didn't tell me what the Hopefully experience it's not the was. whiskey dick. Right. Oh, poor Will. I He's hope He's never going to write into right. this again. Right. Will, if you do disclose later what the issue was, I promise with my fingers crossed that we won't read it on the air. <laughs> he probably just won't tell me. Don't right. worry. So 
my message to you is moderation. Have just enough to break the ice, but not en- so much that y- you you got stupid, you know? Yeah, don't do that song. Get stupid. Wait, yeah. what's that song? How's it go? Um, oh, it's get silly. Yeah. Silly is okay. Stupid is, yeah. is no bueno. No bueno. All right. Words to live by. And that'll do it for today's edition of Believe in the Sex Playbook. I'm John Ibrahim. Make sure to hit me up on Facebook and Instagram with the username, the real John Ibrahim. And please remember to subscribe to the Sex Playbook and give the show a five star rating. And I'm your co host, Shay Kilmer. You can find me on Instagram at Truly Shay. That's T R U L Y S H A Y. And send us your questions, comments, concerns, topic ideas. If you need any help, let us know. We got you. And remember, you can find Believe in the Sex Playbook on your favorite podcast directories, including iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, Luminary, and TuneIn. And of course, always at Believe.com and at Believe Podcast on Twitter. And speaking of Twitter, please tweet your questions or topics just like Will did at me and Shay, and I promise we will try to read them in a future episode. You can find me on Twitter at John Ibrahim and Shay at Kilmer Shay. That's K-I-L-L-M-E-R-S-H-A-Y. And make sure to check out all the other podcasts on the Believe Network, like the Believe in Gamer Palooza podcast, where gaming expert Al Valdez takes a deep dive into everything in the video game world. And if you're interested in advertising on the show, please contact Believe at Believe.com. Remember, sex sells. So advertise with us and get in on all the sexy action. You've been listening to the Sex Playbook on the Believe Podcast Network, the number one podcast network for professionals. Do you believe? Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.